by Rebecca Spencer. from almost the halfway line. Hello everybody and welcome to the N17 Women, the only podcast which talks exclusively about Spurs women. I'm Sean and I am joined today by Rachel and Caroline. Abby unfortunately is a little swamped with work so we will do our best to talk about two games and one signing for you today. So let's start with that new signing because that did happen before both the games happened and in fact uh, that new signing was sat uh, with the play with the players not playing watching the games so Caroline you've been watching her in the uh, American leagues so tell us a bit about her yeah I think she's actually only been with racing Louisville for one season and she had an injury when she first arrived so we didn't really get to see as much of her as I think we would have liked as fans of the league because she is a really exciting player like she's a very attacking creative central midfielder although apparently she can also play as a winger too so it's good to have another player coming in who's positionally versatile I would say obviously she has tons of experience with the Chinese national team as well but I think that in terms of her her short career and the NWSL she really improved that racing Louisville side because I think when she came back from injury you started to see some actual (laughs) attacking intent from a team that really you know, had struggled up till that point. So they're going to miss her a lot, but she was out of contract. So I think that was a really smart pickup for Spurs to get her in and hopefully a player that can really, I think, bring, you know, not just her experience, but she's at a, a really good age as well, sort of in her peak. So I just feel like this shows that we're we're getting more serious about bringing in players who can help us quickly raise our level and compete with those top teams sooner rather than later. I don't know very much about her. Obviously, I read a bunch about her once she signed and looked at some of her statistics. And what's interesting about her is she hasn't scored a lot of goals from free play. She's good on penalties, but she's also created a lot of chances. And that's really important, I think, in that she is obviously the player who is going to do things within our midfield and increase our capacity to get the ball to our strikers so that's really exciting and as you said Caroline her being that age is important in his press conference today Robert Villaham talked about trying to increasingly sign players not on loan but who are going to develop at the club and who come in at the right age and so it's interesting obviously what that means it might mean younger players who will develop but also as you're saying players in their peak And I guess it's great. It's a sign that what you've been asking for, especially Caroline, has happened and that the club are looking further than the Swedish and the league and the WSL. Yeah, I was expecting it to be someone from the free agency list, but I'll take this too. (laughs) Uh, And uh, her name is Shuang Wang. That's who we're talking about. The first of what we're told will be several January signings. So keeping our eyes peeled for a few more coming up. But let's get into that first game, which uh, was the first game back from the international break. And Manchester United visited us at Brisbane Road. And we saw a lineup of Becky and Goal, Ash, Amy, Molly and She in defence. Uh, Rhea and Haz in that sort of holding midfield role. Celine, Martha and Jess more attacking midfield with Beth up top. So it was Beth's return, which we had, uh, I think, kind of expected, but maybe not as a starting player but then I do think she's the sort of player who doesn't really do coming off the bench if she's playing she's playing I think is from Beth's perspective how do we all feel about Beth being back in that starting lineup 
Uh, I was surprised that she started because I thought she would get eased in, but obviously really exciting to see her back in the the side. And this is where I have to caveat that I did not get to watch this game. So I'm going to let, you know, Rachel take it away with actually discussing the the gameplay. But yeah, super excited to see Beth back and wearing the captain's armband again. Yeah, it was really good to see her back and also to see that, as he'd said he would, Robert found a place for both her and Martha within the same team. Like you, I was a little surprised that she started, but I guess it's a good chance for her to test her fitness properly rather than coming on at a certain point and only having a few minutes. It gets It's a better way of assessing how much she's got in her. And I know that she really wants to play in the North London Derby, so having those minutes ahead of time is going to be useful and yeah she looked she looked pretty bright not quite at her peak yet but definitely capable of doing things she had a you know she had a couple of chances and half chances and that was really good to see it would have been perfect obviously if she'd actually scored but hey and then we see that has was moved back into that midfield role with shalina coming in to left back um, moving Ash to the right back and has played alongside Ria. so what did you make of those changes when you saw the lineup it wasn't very surprising, I guess. Selena had come in in the game against Man City and it felt a little bit like she had shored up the defence in that game. And so starting with her at left back and Ash moved to right back wasn't that surprising. I think as well, having Rhea playing in that defensive midfield um, area alongside Haz was again something we've seen before. I'm not certain it worked, brilliantly but I could understand and wasn't that surprised that it happened and again having then Martha sort of in front of them as the 10 I guess we weren't sure who we were going to see on the wings and obviously one of the issues was that Grace was out and so we ended up with Celine and Jess on the wings as well so I think it was it definitely felt like a slightly makeshift team. First bit of action was for us actually both Martha and Beth having a, a go at goal so Martha had a shot and it was stopped by the keeper and it fell to Beth whose shot hit a defender not quite as Rachel said Beth at her best I don't think it was quite close quarters at the defender there so not too surprising that that didn't go very far then as the game progressed Celine lost the ball and Zellum picked it up and her cross shot something like that beat Becky I question what Becky coming out with her feet for that ball rather than trying to grab it with her hands, maybe. We went in at half time, only one goal down, which I think is always something that we're not too upset about when you're playing the big teams. But the second half did not go our way. Quite quickly in the second half, Toon came through the middle. Uh, Molly was uh, out of position, so it was actually Ash and Amy and just chipped over the onrushing Becky to score a goal. And then uh, Ladd got the third for Man United. She gets away from um, Rhea and, and has coming in. She was brought down in the box, but the ball fell to Mallard, who hit it low and it straight into the goal. Beth was substituted at 54 minutes and didn't seem too happy at coming off. Those of you watching on the television will have seen she mouthed some words that didn't suggest she wanted to come off. But I think we were probably all pleased that she did in terms of making sure that she's fit for the North London derby. And then after she came off, Ladd got second on the edge of the penalty area, chipping over Becky once again. Not a great afternoon for us. Not as bad as it was with the other Manchester team more recently, but still not a great afternoon for us. Rachel, what did you think about Becky's performance during the game? I think that during the game, I'm watching it live. It wasn't always clear 
who was making the errors, whether it was her or the defence in front of her. Watching it back, I think it was both and the communication between them. So that especially though some of those loft, there was a lob and that lofted ball in, there just doesn't seem to be a sense of communication about how to deal with those. And that was really frustrating. I mean, we said at the start of the season that Becky is excellent on the ball. And we've heard from Robert Billaham that, you know, he thinks she's world class at that and playing out. And we know that. We also know that in previous seasons, her ability as a shot stopper is less strong. And it's one of the reasons I think previously Rianne Skinner often played Tinny Corpella against some of the big teams where we would have less of the ball and there would be more shots to stop. I don't think this game proved otherwise, especially. I think that there were some things that I think she there were five shots on target and four goals. And that's not a great ratio. Obviously, you can argue how good those shots on, you know, not every five shots on target are the same as every other. But Manchester United probably shouldn't have scored all four of those. Yeah. The one thing I noticed just from watching the highlights, obviously, is that it seemed like Becky was coming off her line way more than I'm used to seeing from her. And I'm kind of wondering if that came from sort of a lack of trust between her and the def- the defense right now, you know, possibly stemming from the game before against Manchester City, which obviously did not go well. Yeah, it just kind of seems like the chemistry is off with the whole sort of backline and keeper situation. And we saw a little bit of that in the cup game that we're going to talk about next in terms of the goals we conceded there. But I do think this was, you know, a situation where Becky wasn't able to play to her strengths and we did see some of the weaknesses as well. I mean, it was a fairly makeshift defense, wasn't it? Two players kind of coming in who hadn't been playing very much at all this season. I mean, I, I don't think Shalina did a bad job, actually, at, at left-back, considering she's not really played there much. But obviously, two new players in that back four and a, a keeper who's perhaps lacking a bit of confidence after that City game is a, is a recipe for trouble. And we, we kind of found that Becky rushing out and players and, and the defence sometimes just seeming to let players run through and other times, see, despite the fact there seem to be about three players around them still um, not doing anything about it. So um, overall, what, what would you say about that game? best forgotten quickly um no I think there's a few things I mean I do also think Beth England didn't have a great game she's coming back that's normal but Robert Villaham's system requires quite a lot of running and pressing and it's hard to do that on your first game back and you know it's a tough one to come back at your first game and hopefully that means that she's prepared and able to do that on Saturday but we have to recognize that she wasn't at her strongest and that probably also was an issue he mentioned that she's hardly played any minutes with the rest of the team and there was some misplaced passes everyone I'm not blaming Beth only for that but it's that familiarity hasn't yet been built up between her and some of the rest of the team probably lots of players playing with people they're not used to playing with so Shalina had Jess in front of her we in the past Ash has played really well with Celine but again hasn't done so much this season and so there were lots of unfamiliar partnerships and relationships happening and the defense we weren't quite clear whether Luana Buller was left out because she hadn't had a great game against Manchester City which she hadn't or whether she had got a knock or something I'm still not clear because when we saw the Conti Cup game she played half of it and Amy Turner played the other half and it wasn't clear what the logic was in either case so we don't know if there's a reason for disrupting the centre-back pairing that's been most of the season so far. 
but yeah it what it what it told me is that our replacements are not as good as our first choice players in a lot of the roles and essentially four of our central midfield players are missing with Evelina, Olga, Drew and I mean Grace who was sometimes central midfield sometimes wide it showed so that game left us with two North London derbies to enjoy before the winter break. And I think uh, following that game, we were all not exactly optimistic of what was going to happen, particularly midweek in a Conti Cup match away in Boreham Wood, where, let's face it, Arsenal had just come off fresh in Chelsea and were looking excellent. And we were likely to be playing a not full strength side as we have in the Conti Cup, knowing that we've got a good chance of getting through to the quarterfinals we did see some changes in the Arsenal game. Barbora was in goal, as we anticipated, um, as she has been for all the Conti Cup games so far this season. Then we saw Hasback at left-back with Luana, Molly and Ash in defence. So that kind of starting four that we've had further from the beginning of the season. Ramona and Kitts in the defensive midfield position, which I think was probably the most surprising thing. Nobody's ever heard of Kitts as a defensive midfielder. And we don't really know enough about Ramona to know what we think of her in that role. Then in the, in the more attacking roles, we had Celine, Martha and Grace. So uh, probably more what we were expecting with Jess up top, which is maybe a worry since we know that Jess hasn't played her best games as the striker and hasn't had a great couple of games the last couple of games, I don't think. But that's where it was. So what did you make of that lineup? It was kind of devil may care, wasn't it? It was like, who needs defensive midfielders? We're just going to have nothing but attackers. And you know, even if we look to Martha going into the 10s, well, we've got a striker at number 10 and we've got, you know, number 10s in defensive midfield. And yeah, it was it was chaos. It was mayhem. And I I didn't know what to expect, but I liked the fact that he hadn't just stuck and that he was trying something new, not just to see how it went, but to give that he did actually rotate and there were going to be players who got rest. I was really happy that Barbara started again because... I think that especially after the game that Becky had, we really wanted to see her in a game that was going to properly test her. And the previous two games she played in, she barely touched the ball because we had all of the ball. So yeah, it was, I was absolutely, I was standing there. There was like uh, lots of gallows humour. We were all expecting like utter annihilation and we're there to see it and still cheer the team. And yeah. To me, I thought this was, Robert trying to get the best players possible on the pitch out of who was available. Of course, since Beth started in that last game, I was now disappointed not to see her starting, but I guess that should have been expected. You know, she can't get that many minutes right away. But otherwise, you know, it did feel like he was trying to just get the best players that we had available, even if that meant having a very attacking forward side. But on the other hand, I guess this is kind of a game where it's like a free hit. You just kind of have to go for it. And I was holding on hope that Arsenal was going to rotate fairly heavily, which they did. And I think that worked in our favor, especially in terms of being able to get through their defense. They they definitely had a bit of a weakness there. It didn't feel as hopeless as it did before the starting lineups came out. <laughs> the one thing I would note is that I was quite pleased that Martha was starting at 10, especially if that's where she's going to be playing with Beth in the squad. It gives her more time to play in that role in advance of that. And I also thought that Grace Clinton had had one of her worst games when she started in that position against Manchester City. And so I was glad we weren't going back to that experiment. So I was pleased with that, even though, you know, like you said, Sean, we don't know that Jess is necessarily going to succeed as a striker. 
and she hasn't always. And actually, interestingly, we'll get to that. She did often play slightly to one side or other. So she didn't go down the middle very often. But in the end, she did end up having quite a good game. Indeed. So what sometimes happens, happens in that we took the lead. Ash and Celine had some nice interplay down the right-hand side. Ash took it straight to the byline, a beautiful cross in, which found the head of Martha, and Martha headed home into the back of the net. And uh, we were all very happy at that point, I'm sure, although I was being guarded because I know we have done that in the past and then we've gone on to lose substantially. So wasn't all that surprised when less than two minutes later, Arsenal levelled the scores again through Manham. But then it was us who took the lead again. Has brought it out from the back, played it into Martha, who turned on the ball, spotted the run of Jess, played a beautiful pass through to her, and Jess rather leisurely played the ball into the bottom corner. One, two. Uh, Arsenal came back again, not quite as quickly, again through uh, Marnham, and again, it seemed to be her first touch from receiving the ball in the box. She had about three players around her, but didn't matter, just turn and shoot, which was uh, kind of like how the first goal had happened as well, only from the different side. At halftime, Luana was subbed, as Rachel said earlier, and I do, do wonder if that means she's got carrying an injury because that seems to be the most likely reason because she didn't make any obvious errors, particularly in that first half. So I would imagine she's carrying some sort of knock. We took the lead once again in this crazy, crazy game and Jess Naz was the scorer again. Dylan won a loose ball, passed two to Jess and once again, pretty coolly, uh, this time into the far bottom corner, Jess um, scored. Arsenal did come back in once again to make it 3-3. Cooney Cross taking a free kick for them, uh, floated that in, and Amy under pressure from behind her from a Arsenal attack headed the ball into her own net. So we went on to penalties, and Arsenal won the penalties. So one point for us, two points for Arsenal in the Conti Cup, keeping them at the top of the table. How did we all feel about that game? I mean, it was... It was a lot of fun. And if you'd have told me before the game that we would go to Arsenal and score three goals, end up with a draw, okay, not win the penalty shootout, but still, I would have been so happy with that. So after we scored the first goal, people, you know, the Spurs fans, small group of Spurs fans who were there, we were just like cheering and Arsenal just went totally silent. And we were doing like, you're not singing anymore. And then we were stopped in, like you say, it was like a minute later, they did score. And then it was just like, oh, this is ridiculous. A group of teenage Arsenal fans near us were giving it large, doing we all hate Tottenham and rubbish like that. And it was it was funny, though. And we were kind of joking about how, oh, is this going to be, you know, this is going to be the avalanche starting. It's going to be, you know, it might end up as we have seen before you know, four one five one or something. And then it didn't. And it felt like the team kept their shape pretty well. And when we scored again, it was kind of against the runaway, but not entirely. There were chances. And then, like you say, Sean, each time we scored, it took them longer to equalise. And so we got a bit more hopeful. And so, it, you know, they weren't finding it super easy to get through the team, even though we can talk about the issues with their, you know, with their goals and what was half going wrong with the defending there. Although actually most of their goals were scored down the end that I wasn't at and I was very happy not to see them close up. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was a fun game and obviously I want to beat Arsenal. I don't want to just draw with them and I want to win the penalty shootout, but no, again, it's worth celebrating the fact that Barra saved a penalty. And I've seen penalty shootouts with Tinny and with Becky, and they don't save penalties. It's nice to have a keeper who was going the right way most of the time, 
who got hands to another one and did save this one. And when she saved it, she just fist bumped and she was, the Spurs fans were right behind her and she came over to us and she was kind of giving it and getting excited. And I liked that energy with her as well. So generally that was just fun. And, you know, we made them get all the way to the final penalty to win that. So we weren't letting them have an easy time of it. And you could tell that their fans were annoyed. I think the energy from the whole team just seemed really good. Obviously watching from afar in my case, but everybody looked confident and also like we had a plan. And I think that was the most reassuring thing to see after a couple of games where it it just seemed like everything was going awry. And one thing Robert has talked about is needing to score more goals. And the team certainly did that. For me, the most exciting part of the game besides Barbara, which, you know, we Like you said, we haven't really gotten to see a lot of her. And I feel like this was a game where she kind of got to showcase some of what she's good at. So that was really nice to see. But I also just love Jess having this kind of standout performance because talked about how maybe she's not the best choice for the striker position. But I think that's only because she's had some trouble with her finishing this season so far. And in this game, she was just very clinical and frankly made it look easy. I just love getting to see her, her shine in this game. And like you said, Martha, getting some more minutes at that number 10 position, that was really important in terms of like, you know, the bigger picture with her going to be playing behind Beth, you know, in the coming games, we assume. It it was strange to have Ramona and Kit kind of like they were playing defensive midfield, but not really at the same time because we we genuinely were trying to maintain some possession, trying to, to go forward. Just a very interesting game tactically. I was kind of excited that it ended up going to penalties because that's something we don't often get to see from either of our teams, really, but especially from the women's team. So, And I think Barbara was so close to saving a couple of those penalties. It was like kind of agonizing to see her get hands to them and not be able to keep them out. And also Kit's penalty hitting the crossbar. Gosh, that was, yeah. I think still just a really good spirited performance from the team that's going to give us some momentum going into the league fixture against Arsenal and we'll be at the home stadium so who knows anything could happen if if Beth England goes on a tear we live in hope and just to pick up on what you were saying about Kit and Ramona I was really impressed with both of them I haven't I think that's probably the best I've seen Ramona play and again sometimes because of the position I was standing in, I probably didn't see everything perfectly but she seemed to take control sometimes and was intercepting the ball and playing it around and Kit was most of the time the furthest back of all of the midfielders she was pretty much always the player who was making herself available to Molly to pass out to it was just really interesting to see her in a different position and what I mean the one thing I am worried about is she cleared the ball several times with headers and one after a couple of them she sort of went down and I was worried about her and about two minutes later she headed the ball again so I'm hoping she doesn't have to head the ball too many times in the next game as we know not the best thing to be doing for her health but it was interesting that she was winning these headers I mean she isn't the tallest player playing in a sort of defensive position and was doing really well at lots of that stuff so I found that really interesting and I am curious as to what parts of that Robert retains on Saturday because clearly previously he had Haz and Rhea there. Both are solid, but maybe the Kit Ramona is a more creative pairing. And what's interesting is when he brought Rhea on as a substitute, he actually played Rhea at right back and Azmita at right wing. So he swapped the two around. And again, I think it's to do with who he thinks of as you know holding on to the ball versus who 
provides legs. And so Azamita is a speedier player than Rhea. Rhea is probably more solid just to sort of do some of that, I don't know, niggly work. We know she can get stuck in. It's interesting in the post-match that Robert talks about this being sort of the that the Saturday was the main event as far as he was concerned and as far as the players was concerned. And this was sort of a warm-up game for that. So I wonder, it's a North London derby, so there's always pressure, but I wonder whether that almost took off the pressure a little bit in terms of this is just a warm-up. Let's just see where we're at with this. I do think Jess Naz is the new Josie Green in terms of she loves the North London derby because she has played well in the North London derbies before. So I'm hoping that continues at the weekend. We, we spoke a little bit about the goalkeeper, what did we learn in this game? We were saying we were looking forward to finding out about more about what she had to offer. What did we learn? You were right behind her goal for some of the time, Rachel. I was. And I think not just while I was behind her goal, but also even watching from the other end. What I loved about her is that she was really active in organising the defence. Yeah, it didn't always work. But there was this one time when I think Arsenal had a corner down the other end. And then first part of that had happened and the ball had gone out a little bit, but it was clearly, you know, they were preparing to send it back in. And she was moving her defenders to the far side of her goal to prepare for that. And that was basically where the ball ended up coming in. And I could, just, and that was really interesting to see her thinking ahead. Also, I was really interested in how much adjustment she did when they were preparing to take free kicks from just outside the area. She was spent quite a lot of time moving players around and, The result of those free kicks tended to be balls that came around the wall and she then was able to save them on the ground. But they came to exactly where I think she expected them to come. So the saves are quite easy by the time she made them. But I think a lot of that was around how she was preparing and, you know, lining up the wall and how she was thinking about it in advance. And so I thought what she was doing in terms of her relationship with the team was really interesting as well as the stuff that we saw in terms of penalty stopping. And we weren't sure how comfortable she'd be on the ball because that wasn't necessarily her strength. And we know it's one thing that Becky's good at. And I guess couldn't tell entirely, but there were a couple of occasions where she seemed pretty calm to play the ball on the ground and move it around. She did play it long more often than Becky. That might be because we were playing Arsenal and so sometimes you just wanted to get it further away. But again, those balls tended to be reasonably accurate, I think, as much as you could hope. So I was generally happy. I think she seemed more solid than I expected her to be in just general terms. I'm not sure that that's going to be enough for her to start on Saturday because we know that there are, Robert Villaham has particular priorities, but I wouldn't be sad about it I would be interested in seeing her having a little bit more game time in the WSL I would agree with that yeah I think what I was really just looking for the most was to see some evidence that she can play out from the back because like you said we hadn't really given her a chance to do that in the previous two cup games and I think she did a pretty good job with that there were maybe a couple of moments that were a little dicey but for the most part she looked pretty confident distributing and the other good thing I thought was that for the most part she was pretty good about coming out to claim those set pieces the one time she didn't Arsenal did score from one but it was good to see some evidence of that as well I think it's good for Robert to kind of have a a question now of who he's going to select because we've seen that, you know, they, they both have their, their pros and cons. And I don't know, I kind of feel like it might be a good thing for Becky to have a break just in terms of how tough those last couple of results were for her. It might be a good idea just to, to get some fresh blood in there. But yeah, I was pretty impressed with Barbara overall. What did you think, Sean? Who are you thinking <laughs> could start on Saturday? I'm just turning it around on you. 
I'd be surprised if Becky doesn't start just because I think she's the first choice. And there's a question mark, isn't there, about if you've had a couple of bad games, does it help or hinder if you put somebody on the bench for the next game? So I I would be surprised if we didn't start with Becky, I think. Again, though, I didn't feel like there was that much shot-stopping action in the game. I felt like, actually, again, most of the shots went in. There was one excellent save from our keeper, I think, and some other good moments. But beyond that, there wasn't a lot to spot her in in that regard. So to know whether the the shot-stopping is going to be better than Becky's or not, we'll have to wait and see, I think, we need to get a few more um <laughs> a few more games under her belt but uh, and for that reason again i think probably becky will start at the weekend but as we've seen it's not always predictable what robert does so we've put ourselves in a good place for qualification to the quarterfinals we know there's two uh, second place teams that will go through mostly our goal difference is, is looking good not getting thrashed by arsenal means our goal difference is significantly better than most teams I think if we beat Southampton, goal difference doesn't even matter. We will go through because if you look at the teams and because it's the points per game that's going to matter. And there's one te- one group in which the two teams who potentially could have as good points per game as us have to play each other. And so they can't. And so there is only one team, which is B, which has the ability to have a second place team with better points per game if we beat Southampton. So at that point, it doesn't even matter what our goal difference is. We were thinking it was going to matter about goal difference if we'd lost this game, but because we got the one point, it doesn't. And so I'm pretty certain that if we win, our goal difference is irrelevant, even though it's good. If we draw, then it might matter whether we get the whether we win on penalties and also it might matter what our goal difference is. As long as we win... I don't think anyone can get more maximum points than us. So yeah, basically we just need to win and it's in our hands. (laughs) So if we win at Southampton, we're through and easy. If we draw, then we still might, but then it's all about maybe the penalties. And then after that, it might be about goal difference. So we just need to win. We just need to win to make it undisputed. And if we don't get through, I will be very annoyed because Arsenal shouldn't have been in our group. But, uh, hopefully we will still get through, and that means quarterfinals are high. But we've got to we've got to play Southampton in January first, and that will be at their little ground. We're not going to, we're not playing at St Mary's this time round, so that's going to be a fun trek for us, and probably going to mean no away allocation available. We're probably going to be buying from South, tickets from Southampton, although the club have asked. So we're just waiting on an answer on that one because they're not quite obviously as the Championship side, they don't really do away allocations at the moment. So. Saturday, we return to action in the Super League with the same opposition as we've just played, but probably a different team because that team was a fairly rotated side. So how are we all feeling ahead of our second North London derby? Well, I'm back to feeling, you know, nervous again, (laughs) despite getting the draw against them in the cup, just because we know they are going to be fielding a much stronger team themselves. And our injury situation hasn't gotten better. Um, so we're still going to be without Drew, Olga, Evelina. I think the biggest question then is is what midfield we're going to see and if Beth is going to start or not, which hopefully she will be able to since she was rested for this cup game. As Rachel said, I think uh, Beth's goal has been to be back for this game. So if she's not starting, I'll be very surprised. Right. And I think having the game at the main stadium, having hopefully a large crowd will be a good boost to the team who are going to be feeling pretty confident after, you know, getting that point in the cup game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm nervous, but 
these games always make me nervous, you know, no matter how we're doing, how they're doing it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a Derby and it's going to be tense no matter what. Yeah. I'm not very much looking forward to it. After yesterday's game, I kind of was like, oh, can I just sort of stop here, pause on my games against Arsenal because this is a better place to be. You know, obviously Robert has shown that he can manage a team against Arsenal and get a result. And he's clearly not going to just play a defensive team. And so I think we have to prepare for potentially a big loss, but also potentially scoring a bunch of goals and still maybe losing or whatever. So I don't I think it's you know, we have to recognize that what he's trying is going to produce different kinds of outcomes than we might have had with Rianne Skinner, although then we still often lost heavily to Arsenal. So, you know, it's. It's not something we haven't experienced before. I would, you know, I just really want to see us score a couple of goals. It makes so much difference to have that moment of joy, even if there are goals scored against us. And so I'm kind of excited about it being an attacking team. I hope that he takes some of what ha- what was working in the Conti Cup game, even though it's going to be against a very different team. I hope that we play a little bit wider because obviously playing at the main stadium, we've got much more width. And one of the issues is, especially we've said before, with Grace cutting inside all the time, it sometimes narrows how we're playing. Jess was actually using the width quite well, but she's probably not going to start if Beth starts. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I like the idea of a substitution of Jess for Beth at some point because she was full of running and she was creating problems. I am worried about our defence. I am worried about if they, for example, start Ilstedt or who is very good at headers. We saw when Beth Mead came on, she was taking on players and finding space to get crosses in. They have players who can do that. You know what I will say, though? Before this week started, I had wanted us to focus a little more of our energy on that cup game just because we'd had such a strong start in the group and qualification was very much possible if we were able to get a surprise result and we did so I I feel good about the fact that we did get a result in that game if we don't get anything out of this one I don't think it'll be the end of the world because we were not expected to in the first place and you know it's it's not like the teams around us and the table are necessarily getting points off of them either so I'm I'm glad that we got it done in the cup no I am too and I guess that's why I was really annoyed with the club today that when they were writing about it they kept on describing Arsenal as winning that game because they might have to write about Arsenal winning the game on Saturday so they should at least give us credit for drawing the game yesterday if you want to especially attract Spurs fans who are not following closely talking about Arsenal beating us twice in a week is not the way to do it talking about how we scored we you know we got had a three-all draw and kept on going ahead and it being a fun game is a much better story to tell. Well, it's um, it's going to be an interesting game, that's for sure. Uh, I think I'm still fairly uh, pessimistic about the result, but hopefully it'll be a great occasion. Uh, I know Turnstiles are going to open at 10 o'clock in the morning for the game. I've already seen evidence that the Spurs Experience shop will be much more designed towards the women's team than we've seen in previous um, games at the men's stadium. So, it's looking better from a lot of angles. Uh, attendance is better than it has been for games at the stadium in the last couple of seasons, but not as good as it has been before. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, come down and join us because it's going to be fun. It's going to be the last game for the women's team before 
the winter break and we can we want a we want a good atmosphere and we know that Arsenal will bring a lot of people to that game so we don't want to be in the minority at our own big stadium score predictions I guess what are you going to say for the score in this second North London derby oh it's a tricky one it's funny isn't it because I was thinking I I think before the Man United game I was optimistic at least I think I said two all or something optimistic which kind of would have been a good prediction for last night even though it was three all but I'm feeling more pessimistic but I'm how about like they're going to 4-2 so that they're going to win but there's going to be lots of goals I wouldn't be super upset if we scored two against them even if they won obviously I would prefer if we won keeping that two goal margin is what we've been looking for Caroline yeah I still think it's going to be difficult for us to beat their full strength team but I do think we're going to score. So I'm going to say we're going to lose two to three. I'm going to go with three, one to Arsenal. We'll get something, but um, won't quite be enough, I think. But, you know, the fighting spirit and the uh, playing the, the Wilhelm in way is part of the process. We did have one listener question, which is uh, going to tax you both, I think. So Johannes said, what do you think are our biggest challenges in priority order? Handling crosses into the box, especially headers, converting chances to goals, speed in the back line, players for RV's style, player mentality, investments, or other. What do you reckon? I guess I can't say all of the above because I would be cheating. Um, no, I honestly think in terms of gameplay itself, I think positioning in the defense has really been hurting us, especially in the, in the games before this cup game. And off the pitch, I think it's going to be, I mean, investment seems like a very like simple way of putting it, but just making sure that we have proper depth because there have been so many games where, you know, we were playing these top teams and substitutes start to happen and we just can't compete with the level of substitutes that they're bringing on versus our squad. It's it's not going to be something that we can change in one window, though, which I think Robert has been pretty candid about. He's he's talked about the fact that they've got a plan for not just the upcoming January window, but the two after that as well. And I think that's smart to think of it that way. So as fans, we do have to show a little bit of patience. But on the flip side, we have seen what a difference it can make to bring in sort of that marquee investment player like Beth England that we saw in in the last winter window. So yeah, I'm hoping for, I, th- I think we've kind of heard some pretty strong rumors about who one of the signings might be, but if we could get another one that is, you know, a bit more of a surprise, that would be really great. Yeah, it is, isn't it? That the difference between like the immediate thing, like to get through a goal, a game, like the things that they can do on the training field, which is really some of that defensive alignment and it's handling crosses into the box, but it's also just picking up players within the box and communicating about that to one another so I think it's it's crosses but not just crosses and that's when it becomes most obvious I guess because that's where you get all of the sort of chaos I don't think we've been that terrible at converting chances to goals it's actually varied a lot at the start of the season we were pretty efficient we've become less efficient and then got more efficient last night so I think it varies and that's normal across the season and I think it's the sort of thing as well that the more that players play with one another and know where to expect each other, the more it's going to iron itself out. So I'm not actually worried about that. I think players for Robert's style is really important. And in some ways that links to the question about speed in the back line, because it's about creating a whole squad that is going to work with his style. 
and that may require a little bit more speed especially you know at left back sorry right back either one of them full back generally uh, you know the center backs have failings but i don't think their lack of speed is the main one because i don't think that tends to have been where we've missed out and we haven't there haven't been a lot of chances created against us on the counter they except in that game against manchester city but even then it wasn't the main issue probably yeah i think not necessarily speed in the back line although maybe the full back the style matters i'm i'm not a big believer in mentality as the thing so i kind of feel like if players know what they're doing and they feel confident about that that is going to feed into a positive mentality rather than that it's something that necessarily has to be cultivated in and of itself uh, i think that he you know obviously is a very positive coach and we can see that and i don't know if they need something beyond that but Maybe I'm wrong. All the psychologists in the world can disagree with me and tell me that all you need is a winning mentality. Yes, indeed. So that's quite a comprehensive coverage there, I hope, Johannes. I do think defensively, you know, that's got to be a priority for us because I know Robert talks about scoring more goals being more important. But as we've said, we do convert chances more often than not, not always, but we do. And against Arsenal, we did do that in the last game. So it just seems to me that somehow the ball always ends up in the back of the net for the opposition, even when we've got three players looking like they should be stopping that ball. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's got to be an important part of it. And um, Bringing in the right players, obviously, is, is going to help as well. And But that does mean saying goodbye to some players as well. So there's some interesting decisions to be made about that as we look at squad size and things. Before we go, let's quickly mention the FA Cup draw. So we come back from our Christmas break and go straight into our first round in the FA Cup and we've been drawn um, at home to Sheffield United who are a championship side so I think a pretty good draw from the point of view of being at home and an opposition that we should be able to beat how did you all feel about the draw? Just relieved that it wasn't Chelsea because <laughs> I feel like we've we've had bad luck of drawing them in in recent years so it'll probably happen later down the line let's be honest but at least we've got a reprieve for this first round. It's nice to be able to go to a home game, makes life easier. I've got a good friend who supports Sheffield United men. I promised him his first ever women's game, so that's exciting. And I also think it will be really useful to have a game that is relatively low-key, hopefully, to settle in some new players if they are available at that point. And so, and also potentially players coming back from injury. This is me hoping that Evelina and Drew are back from their injuries and Olga is starting to make a recovery. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. It's a good game to have scheduled at that point. It'd be nice to actually progress in the FA Cup. It's a competition that we don't often progress terribly far in. So it'd be nice to, to get a little way in that one. Well, that's it for this week. We will, of course, be back following our final game before the winter break, that second North London derby. Hopefully we'll be as jubilant about that one as we have been about this one, but we're not feeling too confident about that. But then we weren't feeling too confident about the Conti Cup game, so maybe that's going to help us. Who knows? We've got one game to go before our our Christmas break, so let's hope we can put on a good performance at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium uh, in front of lots and lots of fans and all have a good time and a nice Christmas present. But we will be back to discuss it next week. So thank you for joining us this week. We will speak to you again next week. Come on, you Spurs.